This is your announcer Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Metallica launched a countdown clock this week. Some people seem to think it's for a tour date announcement, but it's actually them letting James know how long he has to get sober before they replace him with Sammy Hagar. Pretty messed up since Sammy isn't even sober himself. Sorta of like the live cast replacing Rob with Snoop Dogg. Actually, that's a great idea. And now, here is the Metal Injection live cast. Hello everyone, it's, it's Sid, Noah, 3D, and Snoop Dogg with you here on the live cast. <laughs> Snoop Dogg, how was your weekend? Pretty good. You sound just <laughs> like Rob, it's crazy. Yeah, I've been really researching and uh, trying to get the voice down. I'm, uh, it's been wonderful. Wow, what a, what a pro. It's a shizzle. Oh. What, a, what a talent. Snoop Dogg's actually now, in the news this week. Now, if you excuse me, I must spark up this blunt. Yeah. Um, I found out that Snoop Dogg will be hosting a jujitsu tournament at his estate. Noah, what? he's right here. Don't speak about him in the third yeah. person. Well, um, he Noah's told me not correct. to look him in the eye. So <laughs> I see. I was correct. He's not I, here. I wasn't aware of that. <laughs> yeah, apparently he uh, works with this... Um, tournament company called high rollers who are big like cannabis mm. oh i get it because rollers you're like rolling uh, some sort of a, a blunt and rolling on the and, mat yeah right like <laughs> the oh it's a triple entendre uh-huh so do all the contestants have to be high when they compete um i think in states where it's legal they can be and they like share a but also the match. really or, no, that can't after? be safe. I thought I thought it'd be more like CBD stuff, where it's like for, no, for no. pain relief. It's you get high before oh, before yeah. the jujitsu. I guess you're not like punching or anything. You're just kind no. of like it's meditated. But wait, it's they're med- do they're doing CBT stuff during the uh, <laughs> during the match. <laughs> CBD. Oh, CBD. It's That's a different thing. Non hallucinogenic. and ball dog. Everyone, don't uh, uh, the hemp plant. Don't Google CBT. We've talked about it on the show. Before. Welcome to the live cast. Thank you, Snoop. It's Snoop Dogg cosplaying as Rob here, <laughs> along with Noah, Hi. Sid, hey. and 3D. Hi, I'm going to be Eric Sermon uh, cosplaying oh. as 3D today. Nice. All right. Uh, we're going to have Chase Mason from Gatekeeper calling in in just a few minutes. We're going to be talking to him about the new album and some other fun stuff. And uh, also want to mention... For our Jewish audience, <laughs> good Yom Kippur, no, happy Yom Kippur, sad Yom Kippur. It's definitely not supposed to be happy. I could tell you that. No, part. you say Gemar Chatima Tova. All right, Gemar Chatima Tova. But what do you say in English, in normal speech? Uh, like, well, it, I mean, that's normal. Just what is normal? Normal is subjective. Go ahead, Noah. So you're basically normal is what I can understand. Yeah. <laughs> so that phrase in Hebrew is like, so basically, Yom Kippur is a day of atonement. It is you, the day of atonement. It's the, it's the biggest the, day for the Jews. It's like the main event of atonement, the Super Bowl of atonement. Yeah. So <laughs> the Academy Awards of, of you atonement. You know what's weird? There's a movie called Atonement, not about Yom Kippur. How's that it's possible? That's fucked up. There's a Kill Switch Engage album that just came out called Atonement. Also, not about yeah. Yom Kippur. That's our thing. They yeah. cannot, they cannot uh, co-opt they? that. Well, isn't one of them Jewish? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so any- The manager, at least. No, actually, I don't. Th- oh, one what? of them. Yeah, there we go. One of them. Uh, Dude. Okay, do you want to know what it means or no? Yeah, well, go ahead. So we, basically, we give you a little soundtrack for it. It means like finish with a good signature, like God is signing your papers. 
Hashem is... Wait, wait, wait. Well, so what is the phrase again? Okay. Gmar Hatimatova. Gmar Hatimatova. Yeah, wow, good phlegm there, Rob. Finish yeah. with a good signature. That's I see. the literal translation. Now, Unless Israeli guy says otherwise. How many Israeli porns have there been where people... Finish and then say Gumar Hatematova. They finish with their signature on the woman's back. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what if there was a Dom sub Israeli porn where a woman is forced uh, to eat on Yom Kippur? Eat dick. <laughs> I just went food, but okay, that that could also play into it. To eat a dick. Also, I want to know uh, for the non-Jewish. Listeners, of which I would say is probably a majority of our listeners. Yes. So Yom Kippur, it's usually uh, not for long though. A week and a day, like eight days after the Jewish New Year, and you're supposed to atone for your sins of the previous year. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, kind of like going to confession, but you just, instead of going every Sunday, you just get it all out in one day. Like, it's very efficient. It's like, t- um, it's like doing an enema. <laughs> an enema of sin. Enema. It's a cinema. <laughs> now, this one, I want to also... <laughs> That's what Jewish cinema is. Uh, Shitting out all the things you did wrong during the year. I want to mention that, like, when I was growing up, this was definitely the first crack in the armor mm-hmm. of, like, what is this, like, you know, like, questioning religion. So this is the first time you smoke cracks, Snoop? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but, so, yeah, so you're supposed to spend the day essentially suffering yeah. so you can think about all the things that you did that were sinful. That's true. Hold on, I'm going to Wikipedia it. Wikipedia it, but I, I'm giving you the <laughs> anecdotal uh, thing. And so to do that, you're so, supposed to, uh, and you're, I guess you're also supposed to focus on your task of like atoning. So you're not supposed to eat. You're not, you cannot use electricity. Uh, you can't obviously do any work. You're just supposed to atone and like go to synagogue essentially Whoa. for hours at a time. Like, my dad would go for like four different sessions, like the the really? the sundown session, a morning session, an afternoon session, and then the end, like the the, the grand finale. Is he of the just looking at it for an excuse to get out of the apartment? <laughs> no, I, no, the whole thing. He's I, really at the OTB. No, <laughs> I, there was like the synagogue. I mean, it was it's it's essentially like for my neighborhood, like what the a community church would be. So. All of the, like the entire neighborhood would be at this thing, and it's like a who's who of the neighborhood, and then every, everyone would parade down, down to OTB. No, down to the to the boardwalk because you can't do anything, right. so you just hang out outside and like take in the sun. And, and oh, yeah, because um, these have, guys are typically real go getters doing lots of stuff. Um, give me, give me crispy matzah in the fourth. When your dad, <laughs> exactly. when your dad went to shul, did he wear a kittel? It's a kittel. Oh, thanks for asking, Darren. <laughs> a kittel is a white robe-like garment for evening prayers on Yom Kippur. Oh, yeah. Well, the Isn't that like... Yeah, of no, course. No, the talit is different. Oh, excuse me. I think it's like a fancier one that you only wear during Yom Kippur or on their wedding day. Oh, yeah, you're good. You're good, titsas. <laughs> now, titsas, what are titsas? That's my titsas, that's the That's the cute name for a talit. <laughs> Which is what? Which is that robe with the... But like, what does it represent? Uh, let uh, me press that link. Right, as a woman, you, you never had to interact with Is she it. even allowed to tell us? <laughs> She's not allowed to tell also, us. That's I what he's just saying. Also, I want to mention, uh, my synagogue that I grew up in was segregated. And I think 
It was? Yeah. yeah, he never saw black people in there at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. No, by, well, ge- by gender, I meant. Oh. Men and women were separated. But yeah, that's most of- traditional synagogues, right? It's just the reform ones that aren't. Yeah. So just to sum up, we're supposed to torture ourselves, and the way we do it is we go to the synagogue and sit through these books. Oh, my God, it was so torturous. I had to go. I mean, I, had, I didn't have to. I eventually stopped going. Again, this, these were like, I don't want to do this. How old were you when you were allowed and or decided you should not go anymore? Well, I would, so I remember like around seven or eight, I was like, I don't want to go to all of them. And my dad would be like, are you just going to the last one? And I'm like, it's like reading the last pages of this book that they go through. And so, uh, is it the Torah? I think it's a TV guide. It's like a, (laughs) it's like a whole Yom Kippur prayer. It's the the coupon saver. uh, It's like a giant Yom Kippur prayer. Because there was, I remember it was in Hebrew and then in English on on the other side. So you could follow along and kind of. Which one did you read? (laughs) I cannot read any Hebrew. You would just sneak like an issue of Pro Wrestling Insider. I would always like read ahead. I'd be like, all right, I read this. Come on, let's get know what's going to happen. Let's get to the Amen. <laughs> World ends. Let's go. Come on. And, uh, and the Holocaust in this thing? I don't listen to it. So, but like the the rabbi would always have the like the Ric Flair robe of tits. <laughs> like oh, you yeah. would have like the primo, <laughs> like, oh shit, this is where the donations go. Yes. <laughs> like to his robe and like his talit or whatever. And uh, and then they would just, you know, the ceremony would end. The grand finale is the blowing of the shofar to push out the sins. Is that what that is? Something like that. All right. <laughs> I can't, we need to get a, a live cast so far. We need to really make that happen. I think we don't want to. And we have one. I thought we had Next one. time I go to Israel, I'll pick one up. Oh, you can get one on Amazon. There's like an Amazon Basics show. We need a real fucking ram's horn. It seems inhumane to animals. Uh. Yeah, I don't want a real one. I don't need a real one. But if you go to the Israel, if you go to the Israel, a real show far. Can you just get an app that makes the sound? That's probably the easiest. We thing. have an app. Its name is Darren. <laughs> shofar us. Oh, you want some shofar? I thought I wanted to hear some Mashiach. Okay. So I can't really yeah, find uh, the like the purpose of it. It's just like a garment that uh, you're expected to wear while you pray. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't get By it. By the way, God wants to put His signature. Is that what you said it is? God. What is the signature? Like God. Like hush. Hashem is like signing your papers. Everything has to be a contract with these fucking Jews. It's amazing. <laughs> Signature. Yeah. All right. Just put your name on the dotted line there. <laughs> but yeah, I, so when I am pulled out completely. Oh. Thank you, pardon? Excuse you. Oh. Was when my dad tried to get my sister to go to synagogue, and she was like, "No, I'm not going." And he was like, "All right." And I was like, "Wait a oh. minute, you could do that? You got? You didn't realize that was an option?" <laughs> yeah, I didn't. It's like, hold on. How old was she when she said that? Four. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, she's like four or five. Yeah. Wow. It was like five. Well, I remember I was ten. So I'm yeah, watching she was five. Dora the Explorer. Get the fuck yeah. out of here with your school pre Dora. She was Barney already clubbing at that age. What are you talking about? <laughs> she, she was in Club Heaven. <laughs> yeah, she was very advanced. <laughs> Club Heaven was the uh, cliche Russian spot in Sheepshead Bay. Yeah, when we were Rest younger, it's not there anymore. No. I it, it's a, it. still a club. It is, but it's not Club Heaven anymore. Oh. It's like it's like there's some water pun. I remember driving I don't by. Remember what it's called? It's not Club Heaven. Bless that was a itself. big um, 
like a go-to joke reference on our old show when we were in college. Club Heaven was like the Russian spot, and whenever we'd need <laughs> one in a, in a bit. Uh, but that that shows you how old that is because <laughs> we stopped doing that show in like all four. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, this is a long, this oh, is extended. This is one long, long show far. Well, you know, like a part of the Rosh Hashanah events is blowing through the shofar. Mm-hmm. That's the climax of it, I feel. That's yeah. at the very end. They blow you right in the end. <laughs> and then Rob pulls out. <laughs> of oh, yeah. oh, Oh, and then the meal. <gasps> the meal's you, nice. The big post Yom Would you guys have like a specific thing you would break fast with? Uh, well, here's the weird thing. Yeah. My grandma would always cook, but she would spend like the whole day part of Yom Kippur cooking. Yeah. <laughs> but it was really nice because we would all get together. It was a nice little tradition. But I thought you didn't years. like her. My, I, I didn't like her, but I like my family. Oh. And oh. my uh, grandma's favorite thing to do would be to like present, like like host a dinner party mm. kind oh. of thing, to kind of show off. Okay. But, like, she would never want to, like, cook for me. Like, I'd be like, hey, Grandma, I really like how you make this well, one. She'd only do it when there was a larger audience. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, okay. I'd be like, Grandma, I really like how you do these. She's like, what? are you kidding me? <laughs> like, I, uh, she's like, I don't cook that for myself. I'll cook it for you. Like, she said that to me. <laughs> God. Wow. This what is was, my blood. What wow. was the, the thing that you really liked that she cooked? What was your favorite thing? The cotillete. Cotillete? <laughs> <laughs> They're like uh, Trick cutlets Plov in there uh, mm. What'd she make Plov? I, I, don't, I don't have any memory She was really good At baking too uh, Like now When I go to Russian stores And get like The cakes that they make And stuff Like I just get Flashbacks As I eat them To like Nepal? Her Versions And how like Insanely good they were, they were Yeah she would make She would make everything Yeah Better than oh, the store totally. Yeah cause the store ones I feel like they just Really like it's not made with love It's like too sugary well, weren't made with love either Clearly like, yeah. <laughs> like, She wanted to impress me But no she was just so good at it That I she hope you hates this fucking cake Blair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Going to put Espik and fucking Holodietz in the can That's why Rob loves it Oh she would make the best Holodietz cakes That's why you learned to love Holodietz Because you, you were seeking her love So you said I will yeah. eat this and love it you want well, to I, I, please I, love me? I explained it. It was I was high one night and there was nothing to eat in my house but holidays. I was like, you know what? I, I could see it. When you're yeah, extremely it. high and there's nothing else to eat. Well, no, I, I got the taste. I understood it, and then ah, I could recreate it when I wasn't high. But just, anyway. just so everyone knows, holidays is not a Jewish thing. Yeah, no, we're all Jews and we hate it. Also, aspic salad. It's not. It's a French thing. Really? You said House yeah. of Holodietz And that's like the next Rob Zombie movie That's coming <laughs> yeah. out Oh my god <laughs> No that's a horror movie <laughs> What is it Just a whole house Floating in gel And like all the characters Are floating in the aspic salad <laughs> oh. Trying to get out That's the whole movie that's Disgusting wow. it's, a, it's an aspic salad monster That rises up <laughs> From people's leftovers It's like a leftover <laughs> like it's, it's really a backdoor movie To like You like backdoor like to promote composting and like recycling, you know, because if you don't, the Holodietz monster <laughs> will rise with all the fat <laughs> that's left yeah. over. Oh my god, call Hollywood! 
<laughs> Man, I'm so lucky that I, I mean, I am Jewish, but I never had to do any of this shul bullshit. Yeah. The only thing I had to do was my bar mitzvah. Uh, but that's it. And then, like, my mother wasn't into this stuff. I live with my mother. Yeah, I didn't have a bar mitzvah. And my grandmother. And, and neither one of them. My grandmother was raised in a really kosher house. Uh, so my great-grandmother was really into all that stuff and keeping everything separate and all mm. that. But she never brought it into our house, and that was fantastic. That was awesome. Very lucky. Well, but one thing I want to bring into our house right now oh. is our special guest. Mm. I want to bring in Chase from Gate Creeper. Let's give him a ring-a-ding-ding. Is Mason a Jewish name? We'll find out in a moment. I mean, Jackie Mason. Hello. Hello, Chase. Welcome to the Metal Injection Livecast. You're on the line with Rob, Noah, Hello. Sid, hey. and 3D. Yo. Hey, how you guys doing? Very good. We're doing good. We're celebrating Yom Kippur tonight <laughs> by talking about right. it and breaking the rules. Uh, Chase Mason, now is that a Jewish name? Are you of the Jewish faith, Chase? Of the great no, Masons of Arizona? Mormon. Oh, really? Okay, Whoa. that's that's... Particularly not Jewish, I would say. <laughs> More similar than you'd think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, today's our big day of atonement <laughs> for the year. And so uh, we're... You have a lot to uh, atone. Yeah, it's I mean... It's been a that, bad year. Well, you've been to metal injection before. You know what goes on over there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I do want to mention, by the way, you Gate Creeper, you guys just released a brand new album called Deserted. It's very mm-hmm. good. I love the artwork. Very, very old school, very good stuff. Who did you get to do the cover? Um, his name's Brad Moore. Um, he is in rural Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um, he's done some album covers in the past. More, most recently, he... Um, did the two mold album cover that came out a year or two ago. Okay. Um, and he's done some stuff more in the nineties, but he's, he mostly did a lot of, he's kind of like a comic book guy. I see. Um, and did you yeah, like come uh, to him with a concept or did he listen to the album and kind of, this is what he, he visualized or. Uh, well, I actually started working with him on the cover before we had even recorded the album. Huh? Um, but I knew what I wanted to call it. I knew the title deserted. So I gave him that. Um, I gave him a, a little bit of references, you know, kind of color stuff. And, um, I told him, they gave him some very vague guidelines of like, uh, or a theme, you know, this deserted. I wanted to have a desert landscape, but kind of a post-apocalyptic and post-human. Um, so, he kind of took his own spin on that because it could mean a couple, you know, it could just be no human life, uh, no life at all, or it could be alien life. Um, you know, whatever his take was on it, he has a kind of psychedelic almost sort of, uh, style. Hmm. So I let him, let him run with it. So I left it pretty open for him and turned out really cool. I was going to say, that's a good thing to do in the desert. Psychedelics. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, obviously uh, you guys are kind of making the rounds, and I feel you got a ton of publicity last year uh, from just, like, hanging out with Post Malone, which yeah seemed a little random, but then, then again, not so random if you 
kind of know about Post Malone's history. Did you guys just randomly yeah. bump into each other, or, or have you known each other for a while? Um, well, we met through uh, a mutual friend or someone that we, we've known for a while that actually used to work with metal bands um, that now works with his crew. Um, so we were kind of introduced that way. I think they, he was introduced to our music, and he was into it. So they were like, hey, we'll come to the show when they, when he came to Arizona when we met him for the first time. And, you know, he's come to the show, and you guys can all meet and kind of made friends and um, kept in contact a little bit. And I'll, you know, whenever we're in the same city or whatever, we'll, we'll try to meet up. But there is a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of crossover between what, well, I mean, Post Malone is obviously a huge star, but a lot of the, um, what would be the, the kind of, I would call like the, the SoundCloud rap mm-hmm. stuff, um, and metal and hardcore and punk. There's a lot of people that have kind of crossed over behind the scenes, whether it's doing art, um, tour managing, um, working for whatever it is, there's a lot of crossover people that have like gone from um, one or the other. Like Ghost Main is another one that um, there's a lot of crossover of different people that are um, working with those artists now. So yeah, and you, cool. you even see it in the in the crowds too. Like for a band like Horror, I've never felt more mm-hmm. old and out of touch than when I was in that crowd because I was like, this is like all these different people. Like they and all the everybody looks like they have a very diverse palette of music that they listen to. And I think that's really cool that there is this kind of mashup kind of playlist culture going on where people can say like, Oh no, I do listen to everything and not just be full of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I like all types of different of music. Um, I think it's cool the the cross pollination of everything. I do think that there should, as far as the music itself, there should still be, some separation, you know, just because, say for Gay Creeper, just because, you know, if we want to play a show with a rapper, I'll do it. I think that's cool. But are we going to do a song with a rapper? No. You know, I, got, I feel like <laughs> oh, behind yeah. the scenes or playing shows. What's that? Oh, no, no. no we just, were just agreeing, yeah, just with, agreeing you. with you. <laughs> I mean, like, I've gone to yeah. some shows where it's like a band kind of like out of the, like, like, like out of the loop of what I listen to. And I kind of feel like, well, I, I paid for this ticket. So I want to like, like all the bands on the bill. So I guess mm. that's my objective mm. with that. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think that, yeah, the, the cross pollination of it and, you know, being able to play to, like you said, maybe we would be on the other side of that. Like say we play a show that we're not the band that really sits on it, but we get to play to a lot, new pe- a lot of new people who may not have heard us. Otherwise I think that's really cool. Yeah. Like kind of going to like some van shows, like when they do those shows where they book like a, like it was like converge and like some rap group, um, that I, the name escapes me, but it was like, Oh, people were getting down to like both crowds were getting down to both, uh, artists. So mm-hmm. that was really cool. Uh, another thing I want to mention. Did you guys go to that? Did you guys go to that one that just happened in New York uh, with Obituary, and it just happened. I think this last weekend. Oh the, no, the I did not. Thing, the Thrasher Vans. No, I didn't. I didn't even realize Obituary was playing the city. It's like you'd think I'd run a metal up, but I was going to say you got to set up the alerts. <laughs> uh, I was going to mention. I was like 
Do do you have a thing on the side where you sell sweatpants, or am I confusing you with somebody else? Yes. Uh, well, uh, <clears throat> maybe. <laughs> a secret? Uh, perhaps, but there there is a. I see. Well, I have seen the sweatpants company online. <laughs> Which is a great idea because sweatpants, I feel, oh, are, are yes. very underrated uh, clothing accessory. I don't think well, it's an not an accessory; yeah. it's a necessity. The clothing, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> uh, also, uh, follow-up question: Rob is very interested in uh, Zuba's uh, pants. I'm currently wearing some. She's wearing, wearing right now. If this uh, company that you will not commit uh, to running had any Zuba's, he'd be very interested. Or Zubaz like designs with metal logo. Those are the kind of MC Hammer type pants, right? Sort of. They, they have like, like the zebra, zebra print. They are large. Like, they're large like MC Hammer pants. They're but not they're really that. They're actually these are the best fitting. Well, pants you I've ever wear had. them three sizes <laughs> yeah. too small. Yeah, it says more about you than the pants, Rob. But they're very loose fitting. <laughs> but they're also like what you would expect, like Hacksaw Jim Duggan, a Road Warrior Hawk to wear. Road Warrior Hawk. Uh, and yeah. a, an owner, part-time owner. Yeah, it's like <laughs> a very bro, like... Uh, yeah, you see them at football games, like people at the football games, at like tailgating or whatever. Where? All right. I'll look into it. I'll see. Sweet. Allegedly. I'll see if it's something that I can make happen. <laughs> now, are you a, a sweatpants kind of guy? Uh, or like a, a shorts in the summer, sweatpants in the winter? When is it appropriate? When is it not appropriate to wear sweatpants? Let's be honest, right, guys? I mean, when it's hot, I mean, I wouldn't yeah. be wearing sweatpants outside right now in Arizona. Right, right. Um, oh, I mean, we have we have a very short window of um, even appropriate to wear a hoodie, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucky, but they're good. They're they're uh, good casual wear. I'll say that. I really feel like there needs but to. They be... do need to have. They do need to have pockets. The pockets is very important. Agreed. Oh, yeah. do you ever perform in sweatpants? Actually, I have, yeah. When you woke up today, did you ever think you'd be extolling the <laughs> virtues of sweatpants on a, a radio show? I feel more people need to talk about this. We need elastic waistbands. Yeah, that's what are it is. The comfort. You know, having having a belt grip on your on your gut prevents you from focusing with your day because you're just focusing with bodies what? getting pushed in. Focusing with what? I like a dirty word in there. Shock jock. What? <laughs> You said focusing with your D. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I got you. Well, if it cuts off the blood flow, then that's possible side effect. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. What what would this sweatpant website be, or do you not even know? I, I don't. I, I don't know. I don't have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> um, right. You know where's a great place to wear sweatpants when you go hiking? Um, since you're in Arizona, do you have any like hiking spots that you like around there? Um, I'm not really an outdoors guy. Oh, okay. Honestly, but um, there is spots. There's a place called Camelback Mountain, and it's called that because it kind of looks like a camel's back. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not. Um, I don't believe it's it. a very popular hiking <laughs> place. And I mean, the desert is is very beautiful, and there's a lot of cool places to uh, hike around. There's um, there's Sedona, which is is not far from Phoenix, which is known as kind of a new age mecca. There's like a supposed if if you're into crystals and um, 
metaphysical energy of the, of the earth. This is a place mm-hmm. where people flock to. Mm-hmm. Supposedly there's these vortexes, which are like areas of very concentrated energy what? that people go to and I guess charge their energy up. I don't know. People with electric cars. You're into that. Check it out. Sedona. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thank you. I won't take my phone there though. I feel like it'll probably damage it. You need to have the phone just to find it though. Or I could use a map. Good luck. (laughs) Just have Bruno sniff it out. Yeah, that's my dog. So now you say you don't really like being outdoors. Do you like touring or or do you prefer not touring? I like touring. Um, I'm one of those people that I I enjoy being on tour. I like traveling. I like meeting new people. And, you know, the more that you do it, the more people that you know in different cities. So it's kind of an excuse that every every city you go to, you see someone that you haven't seen for a while, whether it's friends, um, people in other bands that you've played with. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's cool. I, I like doing it. Um, for some reason, I haven't been able to to plan it perfectly yet but i always seem to be back home when it's the worst weather and when it's the summertime um i wish that i could plan it i i hopefully in the future i can plan out a little better that we're gone we're not in arizona when uh it's 120 degrees (laughs) but um it's nice to be able to to go and experience other places i like it and now, so you're going to be heading out on the road at the end of the month, and you're going to be going to some places where it's absolutely not summer, where it very much mm-hmm. is double sweatpan weather in some cases. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, is that something you enjoy get, getting oh, getting to experience the cold since you're in Phoenix and you don't do that? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely. I've never lived any. Uh, I've never lived anywhere that it's have to deal with the snow. I, I'm it's to me, it's very annoying. It makes everything more complicated. Um, at least when it's really hot. Yeah. It sucks when you go outside. Um, but you don't have to shovel your car out of the heat, you know, um, touring, it maybe could be a little bit dangerous if you're on a, on a long drive and there's black ice. Um, but it's cool to be able to experience and not have to, to stay there for too long. Mm-hmm. Have you guys had some of those scary situations where you like, you know what, maybe we should just pull the car over right now and be a little late. Yeah. Yeah. There's the kind of, there's a, a route that's um, when you're on the West coast, that's usually you'll tour up or down the West coast. And then you have to get, if you're going up and then back down from Washington to Boise, Idaho, or like Salt Lake City, that kind of um, path right there can be pretty treacherous if it's snowing or bad weather. But hopefully, we won't have to run into that. Yeah, might want to avoid that. Maybe uh, get the Waze app. They'll tell you where to go. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I, I should mention the tour is Gate Creeper, Exhumed, Necrot, and Judiciary. And uh, it's going all across the country, kicking off in L.A. on October 25th. You're going to Phoenix, Austin, Houston, Philly, Columbus, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, all over the place. 
Yeah. You guys are all in New York? Yep, we are all in Brooklyn. I saw, so we're playing at Brooklyn Bazaar, mm-hmm. um, which is cool. I've been to show but I just saw today that that place is closing down. Did you guys see that? Yes, no, it's I very sad. that. So what's going to happen? They're, they're selling the building and, and building condos there. Uh, Shocking. <laughs> is that Polish restaurant next door going to be torn down too or no? It's a good oh, Polish I don't restaurant know. Next door. I don't know if it's in the same building. I mean, there's like 40 Polish yeah. restaurants in the neighborhood. But uh, no, it was just a great small venue. There's like a whole lot uh, going on in that place. DIY-ish kind of place. Non-Live Nation, one of the rare, nice non-Live Nation spaces. Yeah. So you guys are... Yeah, I'm glad we'll, we're, we're at least going to be able to play there once. Yeah, you guys are going to be... might be the last metal show there. Wow. Maybe. And my, my friend Fred, the drummer of legendary band Dismember, works mm-hmm. there, so I'll be able to get to see him. That's mm-hmm. always a treat. Nice. Help help with the uh, demolishing of the, of maybe the place. Yeah, like... Maybe they'll let you take a piece of the wall home or something. Burn it to the ground. <laughs> Make those developers have to start from scratch. <laughs> I think that's what it's cheaper that way anyway. All right, fair enough. Uh, all right, well, Chase, thank you so much for uh, taking some time hanging out with us here on the live cast. The new Gate Creeper album is called Deserted. It's very good. It's very good. It has the live cast seal of approval and... Uh, Good luck on the road, and may there be many sweatpants in your future. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. You guys have a good one. You too. Thank yeah, you. you too. You going to that show, Rob? Sure. I, I love Gate Creeper. Okay, and then you'll report show. back, and it'll give us a little show review. Sure. Next uh, actually, it's on a Tuesday. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, well, we can but, all go. Yeah, we can all go. Yeah, we can Let's all go. Said you're going to go to the Gate Creeper what, show? Which Tuesday? Tuesday, November 12th. When do they go on? Yeah. Well, if it's St. Vitus, they're going to go on at like... It's not St. Vitus. We just oh, talked about it, motherfucker. St. Vitus is promoting the show. Calm down, everyone. Calm down. It's, uh, <laughs> they're probably going to go on at like nine. Nine or ten. Uh, I guess we could do that. Yeah. We can either start earlier yeah. or just do it on the next day. Do it at Brooklyn Bazaar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that'll In the basement. Life. Why not? But no, if we finish the podcast today, we could totally get there for nine o'clock. We wouldn't even I'm have in. to change the show. Okay. Easy peasy. And uh, keeping with our Jewish theme, uh-oh. <laughs> oh. uh I saw a great headline today. I mean, we it was on metal injection, but you know, mm-hmm. like the you story. wrote it and saw it. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't write it. Who wrote it? Uh, you have somebody well, else writing the headlines now. Well, I'm not the only writer. But you're not in charge of all the headlines to make them super clickbaity. The writers get to do their own headlines. Well, like I'll sometimes punch them up, but yeah, what they, the they, writers? Just typos, <laughs> Rob. Calm down. They Where's do the HR? they do the draft. Just for today, Rob had a special guest writer by the name of Shlomo Choyna. Oh, no, it was actually Snoop Dogg, but okay. <laughs> no, Shlomo uh, No, no, no. Uh, D- David Draymond wants to sing the national anthem at Super Bowl Twenty Twenty. Oh, That's great. Sick. What is what? Why why him? Is it in in Chicago or something? Why where is the Super Bowl? Where is the Super Bowl? It's Israel. Yeah, ah, okay, well, fine. Israel. Then that makes sense. All right, fine. Allowed. So here's the thing. Yes, he There's, sucks. 
So they said no. That's probably the number one uh, <laughs> qualifier. Well, I want to. I don't know if we've talked about this on the show, but when Jennifer Lopez and uh, who's the other performer, Shakira, were announced as the halftime performers at the Super Bowl, there was like this big wave of uh, criticism on Twitter. Uh, All by but, David Drainman, yeah. which every year happens about how like, oh, why isn't it a rock band? Why isn't it blah blah blah? D. Snyder went on a whole rant about how like it's fucked up how he didn't i'm paraphrasing obviously but he goes like it's fucked up how you know they'll use metal in the interstitials and all that but then won't invite them to perform and it's like d wouldn't say d fucking snyder uh i love you huge respect but like you know the game like the 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 metaphorical game here of like the, the I wrote a, I actually wrote an editorial about this where yeah. I was like it's just a fucking advertisement for Pepsi. That's all this, the yeah. halftime show is. They yeah. Pepsi buys it and they want a Pepsi artist. They want like a giant pop artist that'll be, you know, like inoffensive and not turn people off or whatever. And show off their nipples. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's po- I mean, I'd be knows, okay. Yeah. What, what um, channel is it on uh, this time? But like, Fox. does does he mm. want them to take away the metal from the interstitial music as well? No, is he's saying like, they should do. Why you have yeah. your part? Like, is that's not an, you need to be everywhere? Why? Why you just your? They genre? should get well, like not just the genre. It's just they should give the genre the nod this time because they always don't have a rock band. I I just I think it's so silly, yeah. and the whole thing is like, oh, Metallica should play. Metallica should play. Metallica have said they don't want to right. play it. I do agree with you, but I would say just as devil's advocate that sure. if Metallica did want to play, and we know they don't, so this is a moot point, if they were open to it, they would be one of the few that would be inoffensive and have a broad appeal. Yeah, sure. So there would be not that wouldn't really apply to them. But so the thing is, with these halftime shows now, they do not want live playing, and I don't. Mm, right. is not gonna imagine. <laughs> I mean, like it would be the best Lars probably sounded yeah. in years, but still, I don't think they they're gonna want to do that. They're I, gonna want to play live. I think that is so stupid though, because the the thing people want to see is these mistakes. Like, isn't that? Great, like so much. Well, I think like, we want to see it so but, we can laugh at the performer. Right. The performer well, doesn't want again, that. the point isn't to have a great performance. The point is to be an ad for Pepsi. Right. I so if it. there's a, a mistake, it like makes Pep- like with this, you know, these dumb corporate thoughts. It's like it would make Pepsi look bad. Yeah. I don't know. But counterpoint, if there's a mistake, it goes viral and 300 million p- hits will see. You're right. Pepsi's ad right behind the mistake. Absolutely. But the other I think the other thing about it is just that there's too much room for error because they have so little time to set up this because it's so the whole thing is pointless. They have to set up a stage in the middle of a football field and they can only do it in certain ways. So you don't ruin the grass and then you have to like set up. Like sound check, make sure every, you can't sound check. It's it would be impossible to do the sound check, make sure everything's working properly, make sure it sounds good in the in the venue, and then live mixing. It's like all of this can't be done in. It really shows how like completely pointless, like what a waste the halftime show is. Right. But anyway, so this whole thing kind of like uh, got the the metal rock and metal verse <laughs> pumped, and Billboard Dumb. has. Billboard posted an editorial. Who? Billboard magazine. It's a trade magazine for the music industry. They have a Hot 100. It's all, uh, it's all a thing. Sorry, I only know about Lamco. <laughs> <laughs> Billboard injection. So 
they have a pole and like a pole like metal injection. Do you stand with Donald Trump? Yes or no? Right, like like the Brett Park. I get that shit every fucking game I play. Do you stand with Donald Trump? Those I have to tell you. We'll get on that in a second. Who did a better job, Trump or Obama? Do you do you think do you think our president is doing a good job? So like you know we laugh at it and no, but it really engages his dumb followers to like give. The email address, that's the point of it. it of course. The, the, it's to be as stupid as possible to get those people like, damn right I do, <laughs> you know? Anyway, so Billboard has this poll, which is like a nothing Billboard. poll. It's a nothing poll. And Did it's you like, say who Bill means nothing? Billboard. Billboard. Bill, Bill, no, Bill Burr magazine, Noah. Not oh. Bill Burr the comic. Oh. Same name. Got it. <laughs> Who should sing the national anthem before the Super Bowl? Having a hard Bowl? time understanding you. Jim Neidhart <laughs> should see the, uh, sing that. <laughs> and like all the choices are, understanding you. Thank you. Are just pop artists. You know, Mark Anthony, Mary J. Blige, Camila Cabello, Lana Cabello, La- Cabello. Sorry, Lana Del Rey. Please, Gloria Estefan. Is it in Miami? <laughs> Is that what? Ariana Grande. Okay, sure. Was, so anyway, all these pop stars, and then there's a uh, the the last one. Oh, some of the others are like Barbara Streisand. What? what? And what? then and then there is other, uh-huh. right? Other. Uh huh. So, for some reason, I don't. David Draymond. Oh, he filled in the ballot. I can be shared, other. Shared on social media. Shared on the disturbed Facebook page. Uh, the link, and he goes, "Let's stir it up." Open link. Type in David Draymond in other section, and click vote. <laughs> Who? How many people are that passionate about Disturbed? Well, let's. We see. know one. It His has, name is David Draymond. <laughs> it has two point seven thousand, two twenty seven hundred likes on Facebook, okay. and eight hundred and eighty shares. How many votes it. though? One. Who knows? Yeah. Like, what? What does it matter? Yeah. This is a bullshit. But like, this doesn't hold any no. weight. It's no. just an, it's an online poll. Like we yeah. could have run this poll yeah. anyway. So why didn't you? He gave it. <laughs> he gave you it need to do more tomorrow. You can. You need to do a poll a week and never give disturbed as one of the options. Just get him so pissed. No, always give disturbed. So he's no, like, then he... go to this website. Type in. Oh, <laughs> That's a good point. What What just, would be worse that he never sees his name in this yeah. poll, or he always sees it every week and no one picks it. <laughs> Or that he has to link to metal injections for people to vote. You should do only disturbed specific polls, and then the only answers are, like, bad. Uh, Just to bum him out. No, you should say, which of these venues should David Drainman sing the anthem at? And they're all, like, you know, curling championships. (laughs) Like, whatever. Roller derby. Catfish fishing. Well, so... They're all yeshivas. Someone someone reached out to him and was like, hey, so... Do you want Disturbed to play the Super Bowl? And and he was like, No, I want to sing the national anthem. Yeah, fuck the rest yeah. of my band. I just want to go by myself singing oh, the anthem. Oh, he wow. threw them right, here here, here. right under the Yeshiva bus. <laughs> yeshiva Rumbum bus. <laughs> here is a uh, here is the quote. I've dreamt of doing it my entire life, singing the national anthem. Been rehearsing it since I was a little boy, and it still sucks. Jeez. I love my country, and I would be honored beyond words to have the opportunity to try and inspire, strengthen, and give hope. Try and fail. At a time when we need those things more than ever. Uh. 
Plus, it would be nice to have Rock represented on some level at the Super Bowl. They're in the interstitials already. And to prove to everyone that there are rock singers out there who can do the anthem as much justice as any pop artists out there. And even possibly take it higher. That's a Creed quote. No, I don't know. Um, I mean, who's stopping him from recording a version of the anthem and just posting it and be like, yeah, top that, Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, just do it then. This is, is such a big deal. I this would is, love uh, to hear that. Put this it is, out as a single, give the money to charity, and you win. You look better than the NFL for not picking you. Sorry. No, that's fine. I just auto-played. <laughs> this is, but this is pretty metal, man. Yeah. Metal-ish. Very, very symphonic metal. It's at least hard rock. Definitely power metal. This is the band Neverland. <laughs> oh, can you give me some echo? I want to see, think, like, sort of uh, improvise what David Drainman yeah. at the Super Bowl would sound like. Oh, hello, test. This is Joe Buck. We'll be, uh, we're gonna throw it right down to the to David Drainman for the uh, Super Bowl halftime show. Hello, everyone. Here in where is it? Where are we? <laughs> Let's Miami. say Miami. Here in Miami, Florida, for the Super Bowl, and I am David Drainman. Oh, I guess he he knows his, his last name, right? Okay. <laughs> now our national anthem. Avenu Sholom Sholom. Oh wait, wait, what? Oh, you want the Amer- oh, you want the American national anthem? Oh, I'm sorry. No, they wouldn't stop him because that would seem anti-Semitic. <laughs> yes, you anti-Semite. How dare you stop me from singing Avenu Sholem Aleichem, <laughs> the Israeli national anthem. Does that mean something about a good signature also? <laughs> yes. That's a, uh, why am I still like <laughs> It's a good time signature, this one. What if, um, like, Fox, because Fox, the, the network is not uh, as Republican as Fox News yeah. is. So what if they wanted to just appeal to way more of an audience and they try to be woke and they ha- make him do a duet with a Palestinian? Oh, my God. Who's the who's the Palestinian <laughs> vocalist we would get? I don't know. Who are some great Palestinian vocalists? Who wrote that Lee 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 song? <laughs> I don't get, get that guy. Okay. I mean, there's got to be somebody, right? I don't. I can't think of one. I mean, not that I, I hate to be... Uh, like, you know, prejudice, uh, I'm sure there are some, but I don't know of any. If any of our listeners can suggest, like... Is Lizzo? Is she a Palestinian? No. <laughs> I don't know. Why would you guess that? Just guess. I'm guessing famous artists. Bill Cosby. Uh, oh, no, we can't get him. Uh, who's the Maroon 5 guy? Adam Levine. Yes, that's a yes. Yes. He's adopted. Wait, Palestinian we, pop singers. I'm looking it up. Britney Spears. When do we get to the the big uh, story in Brooklyn? Oh, here, right. Here are two names of Palestinian pop singers that came up on my phone. If you want to look up either one, I'm not familiar with. Uh, There's Eric Saad. I thought it said Eric Andre for a second. <laughs> that would be amazing. And Mira Awad. Okay. Those are the two that came up. Don't know them, but I'm sure. Google great. gave me two. That's it. The only you didn't just read the top two. That no, was, that's it's just two. It's, it's just two. There's just two people. See how the Jews hold them down. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I want to mention uh, uh, there is a crazy story that that 
surfaced today. Yeah. Uh, that Sid mentioned. Uh, let's play the local news clip. Two attempted child luring cases in Borough Park. They're hoping security cameras can help them lead to an arrest. CBS 2's Andrea Klein Thomas has this. Surveillance video shows a blue Toyota RAV4 approaching a 10 and 11 year old boy. Little Jewish boys. At the crosswalk of 47th Street and 18th Avenue by themselves. It's around 8.20 Saturday Wait, evening. There's children out till about 9 o'clock or 9.30 at night. According to police, four men. No. Oh, I just oh, so 47th and 18th Avenue. Yes. And inside the SUV said, "Come here, boys, come here." At one point, the video shows a driver and backseat passenger beginning to get out of the car. The children backpedal before running away. It raises the alarm and uh, it reinforces what parents are telling the kids. The it second incident the happened Shabbos right here on 15th <laughs> and 6th. The footage of the two little boys like sort of being tempted and then like backing away and running away instantly made me think of what it must have looked like when Bobka ran away when you were like trying to get her and she like was scared and just ran off. Like Why would you have to bring that up? Rob's not like that. I'm trying to make it hit uh, home for you, uh, so you understand what the parents must have uh, felt like. It was such a shanda they had gold <laughs> chocolate coins in the van. <laughs> Uh, this almost seems like it's like a it was like a setup by the Jewish community to like scare to, like, the, test to raise the kids. awareness. Yeah, like yeah, yeah like <laughs> this seems so on the nose. Like that's, why are they? That's why? how the the parents are putting even more anxiety in the kids. Yeah, like but, you know what I'm saying. Like what? Like what is the motivation from these these people in the car? Like what are they? Want to fuck a couple of little Jewish boys? Oh, that's right. They're Come here, boys. little boy. We got Hanukkah socks. Come what? to the van. <laughs> All Jewish boys love Hanukkah socks. <laughs> what? That's not hey, a thing. I mean, that's how they got Lebby Kletsky, right? It's no. just coming back for a second dose. <laughs> they wanted to stroke their payas. Maybe this is like... <laughs> maybe this is like It 3. And it's just in the, in the Orthodox community. We all daven down here in the sewer. <laughs> Come on down. I mean, Pennywise does sound like a Jewish name. <laughs> Pennywise. Pennywise. Yeah. <laughs> Penny, how you doing? Eh, a little of this, a little of that. Six of one, half dozen of the other. Still got some Lebby Kletsky meat in the fridge. You hungry? <laughs> I'll slap together a sandwich for you. Oh, my God. A Lebby sandwich. <laughs> I'm Pennywise. I make sandwiches. <laughs> oh. It's a, it's a little boy contestant. Uh, <laughs> reinforces what parents are telling the kids. The second incident happened right here on 55th Street between 15th and 16th So that 16th guy says it reinforces what parents are telling the kids. Mm -hmm. But these kids are all wandering the streets by themselves. That's a great point. Like, why are, if you're so worried, why are you letting your fucking 11-year-old yeah. kid just walk around the neighborhood? Right. Well, you know why? Because they think it's so insular yeah. that, like, yes. you know, that it's like there's no one... No one could possibly yeah. be driving through that's not in the neighborhood. Yeah. Right. Oh, we don't actually watch them. We just tell them yeah. to be scared of things. Police the say out. a car fitting a similar description approached a 12-year-old girl and 9-year-old boy, and the men inside the car apparently asked the kids if they wanted candy. He had 12, 1, 2, 3 in the morning with to total feeling secure. Wait, 1, now, 2, 3 in the morning? 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, can't even Wait, what? Why are what? Go what? out here 12, 1, 2, 3 in the morning. Why are they up that late? Because Hold they're up. smoking. Andy. <laughs> we used to be able to go out here 12, 1, 2, 3 in the morning. Oh, we used to be. With to 
total feeling secure. Now, you can't even 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, I can't even walk the streets here. You always have Rob, to Darren, yes. no, could, I just want to confirm. Do you think this guy misses the old New York? <laughs> it sounds like you might miss the old New York. Uh, you know, back in the day, you could, uh, th- th- 3 a.m., you could go get a schmear, some yeah. hocks, and you get a nice little bagel, fresh bagel. You're just baking for the day for the whole neighborhood. <laughs> and what, by the way, can he? The bagels just don't taste the same. I miss the old schmear and locks. <laughs> I don't understand why this guy cannot form a complete sentence. Did you hear that? Yeah. He's so upset. Oh, there. Also, yeah. why he counts downwards? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I used to walk out three, two, yeah. one, twelve. Okay. Now I can't. Three, two, twelve, nine, and now you can't even ten, nine, three, two. <laughs> I don't understand. Play that back. Look okay. who's behind you. Who's on the sides? Oh wait. Secure. Now. So exactly the, the, the kids, if they wanted candy. We used to go out here at 12, 1, 2, 3 in the morning with to- total feeling secure. Total now, feeling secure, we they were. 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock, he's Yoda. He's Jew Yoda. 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock. It's like he's got <laughs> a singing pattern. Yoda Steen. <laughs> with to- Disturbance total in the Jewish secure. force there was. <laughs> now, you can't even 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock. I can't you can't even 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock. I tried to 10 o'clock last night and I couldn't even. You can't 10 o'clock, you can't 9 o'clock. Maybe sometimes once in a while you could 8.30. But that's about it. You always have to look at who's behind you, who's on the sides. The and it's just dudes that look exactly like yes. you. Yeah, like yeah. just when more of me. You live in New York. You always have to look at who's in front of you and who's on the sides. That's the problem. You keep running into people because you're not looking ahead. Yeah. You know, before this happened, I never looked at anybody. And now I'm looking to the left and to the back and to the side. To the and up. everybody fucking looks like me. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> We're all wearing the same damn thing. It's one freaking coat. <laughs> Who designed this shit? <laughs> a whole new way of thinking has been open to me. In a way, I'm kind of thankful to the kid fuckers. <laughs> because they opened my eyes that we're all wearing the same hats. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> 30 minutes and a few. Here, let's go back a little. 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, I can't even walk. <laughs> can't even. Can't even. I so, so can't even. You. 10 o'clock. Like the two a, incidents like were just song. 30 minutes. What's the song I'm thinking of, o'clock? 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock, rock. We're going to can't even walk the streets. In a few blocks apart. You always have to look at the when the clock strikes, fun. To be able to go out here at 12, 1, 2, 3 in the morning. With to- total feeling secure. Rock around the chacham. Now, you can't even 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, can't even walk <laughs> the streets here. You always have to look at who's behind you, who's on the sides. The two incidents were just 30 minutes and a few blocks apart. All of the kids relied on their instincts and got away unharmed. Yeah, Those instinct. kids don't have instincts. Are their instincts of, yes, don't, no, they're little jewish boys in that neighborhood their instincts are this person isn't also orthodox run away that's it <laughs> so in this right. case it worked that's well like, we don't know that what if they were orthodox yeah, in the van too like they've never been boy boy fuckers before in True. that community they're uh doing what they're supposed to be doing police continue to search for the blue toyota rav4 this is a community oh, filled with children now residents say they'll be more vigilant
and Burrow. There's just footage of these kids walking around yeah, on the yeah. train. Day. This is yeah. an advertisement for more people yeah. to come yeah, and snatch them. Here's a tip. <laughs> Here's a tip, Borough Park residents. Don't let your kids walk on the street unattended. <laughs> what the fuck? How is this so hard? By the way, we were talking about this before the show, and we realized that, like, if they had just waited one day, <laughs> yeah. these kids would have been so weak from Yom Kippur hunger, <laughs> they would never have been yeah. able to get away. They wouldn't they resist the candy. for the candy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, true. Oh, uh. well. That's what proves that these are, weren't Orthodox Jewish right. predators. The, and they didn't do their research, clearly. I kind of see the same thing in, in, in my neighborhood. I And it's like these kids wa- walking around by themselves. They're like 9 to 12 years old with these giant iPhone Maxes just like playing it out in the open, like walking, not paying attention. And I'm like, someone can just like run up to this kid right now beat him up and like steal this thousand dollar phone like, oh so that's how you got your new iphone yeah! <laughs> i'm not saying that's how i got it but that's how someone can get it you see it comes with sweatpants this was supposed <laughs> to be one of the perks of uh ra- of creating the ugliest race of people on the on the planet earth <laughs> by inbreeding for the last yeah. uh four thousand years and it didn't work because someone is still finding their children attractive. But they speak like Yoda, so. <laughs> Ten, nine, eight that? o'clock, seven o'clock, rock. It is real. And, I, you know, we're all Jewish, and I love Jewish people in general. But I, we're talking now specifically about that sect of Jews yes. that are insular and they all fuck each other's cousins and oh my god is they are they ugly it is scary uh, uh-huh. what's in a blue moon you see an attractive one i remember yeah. at brooklyn college there were some really hot orthodox jewish girls that's fair but they were like i mean if they were going to brooklyn college they weren't like the super mm. religious ones they were, they were yeah well probably it's possible <laughs> we found her on the doorstep <laughs> our last two were kidnapped by a candy van oh so a candy we van. said what the hell the candy van can. <laughs> it's a very risque show. Um, today. Can I share a story about no. Orthodox Jews at the gas station? Yes. Please do. Did they use their nose as the nozzle to oh, put the gas in? Oh, come on. I'm a shock jock. I'm Jewish. I'm allowed. I have a, I have a Jew card. Um, <laughs> so I was at the gas station on the Palisades. And uh, it was right. It was like the weekend before Rosh Hashanah. Mm-hmm. So I go into the store to get um, something and um, I go to the line and in front of me is an Orthodox mom and her daughter. Mm-hmm. And they have like they start putting their items on the counter and then the mom goes into the aisle and there's a line forming and she's just like the guy starts bringing her up and she's in the aisle yelling stuff to her daughter and then her daughter goes to the aisle, and they're just there. And the guy, like, his cash register is, like, occupied with the stuff that mm. he just rang up. And they're just kind of, like, taking their time. So the guy behind me is getting, like, aggravated. And mm. he's like, uh, come on. And th- so I go, uh, he's done ringing you up now. So <laughs> anyway, they totally ignore us. Don't even look at us. They come back. Should have said in Hebrew. You should have said, Hashem will punish you for this. Well, bad more- signature. Bad signature. <laughs> it's a forgery. Well, they're, 
they're more like um like Yiddish speaking, not uh, Hebrew speaking. Okay. So then uh, she brings up all these, like, like more items, and he's ringing her up, and he's done, and the total is right in front of her face on the cash register, on the, on the thing, and she's looking on her phone, and she's like, what's the total? <laughs> so I just go, if you look up off your phone, you could see what the total is, and, you can, and the line could continue moving. So she completely <laughs> ignores me, and I'm so aggravated. <laughs> and then the guy behind me goes, oh, these fucking people. These fucking people, they're all so rude. <laughs> so then I start feeling like, oh, no, like I'm mm-hmm. I'm contributing to anti-Semitism. Was he Jewish, by the way? Because that will uh, determine whether I'm angry or not. Um, yeah. No, he's definitely not Jewish. Oh, okay. Like, Fuck him. What well, also, though, to be fair, the people in front of you were also contributing to anti-Semitism. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. <laughs> there are no point, winners right? here. I'm not done yet. So anyway, so like she's just like taking her time like mm-hmm. to pay. And then I'm I'm starting to feel kind of bad because i'm um like instigating this because i'm like commenting Mm -hmm. on it so then i go to him i was like you know like after she leaves i was like you know probably those women don't get out of the house much so i feel (laughs) a little bit bad for them for doing that and he's Mm -hmm. like no don't feel bad they're all fucking rude (laughs) i'm like and then he asked for your phone number no, he didn't. I just paid and left. How old was this guy? Was he like around your age? Just like, like a regular like construction guy, probably. Mm. How are his hands? <laughs> I'm a taken woman. I was not looking at. Oh, ah, I do not look at ah. man hands anymore. Were you, were you taken by his? Oh yeah, no. How about these? Yeah, I'm not looking. Were you I'm taken by his calloused hands and hairy knuckles? I don't know if he had calloused hands or hairy no. knuckles because I didn't look down there. He means the the, the one you're taken by. Oh yeah. Oh, he has great hands. Great, great, great hands. Very happy with the hands. If you have great hands, give us a ring oh, yeah. ding. 213-WIDE-NUT. That's 213-943-3688. And, uh, I had a little, uh, not a not an anecdote, but at the 7-Eleven mm. uh, in the Jewish neighborhoods, they have a, there's like a huge document on the wall that consists of like three printed pages of which Slurpee uh, flavors oh my God. are allowed to be eaten by Jews, which oh, aren't, wow. and which are parv, and like they do, because it's determined by what, some of them have like I guess minute amounts of animal fat or something, okay. so it counts as meat. And In some the Slurpees, of, and some of them don't. So like the different, right? Like for example, the like wooden like uh, Starburst right flavor okay. would not be allowed. Yeah, I don't know which oh. ones are which, but. Some of them count as meat, and some of them are dairy, and some of them are parv. So there's like a whole list of which wow. Slurpees you can eat which di- with different things, which I thought was hilarious. Interesting. Uh, I, I, I had a memory come of my time hop uh, about like when I went to the post office when I lived in Williamsburg. Man, you had a great social media. Thank you. Just post office posts coming up. Like waiting online for stamps. Oh boy! Can we no. get Ken Pierce to review that? Uh, that <laughs> I think he has reviewed that particular. Feed. That <laughs> no, your feed. Post I, meant. I want him to read your posts. Let Rob finish his story. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but his time hop. I just remember going to pick up a package, uh, and the guy there was a Hasidic man. He was just like, "It's been seven days. It said it was delivered." Right here at my time. How have you, how have you not found my package yet? What kind of post office is this? What, what kind? What kind of operation are you running? 
Do you have something against the Jewish people? Did he really say that? He said that. This was my tweet. He turned it to Snagglepuss. It was just like, what? Oh, no. Yes. This post office is purposely... You probably love Hitler. (laughs) Exit. Stage Holocaust. (laughs) Wow. I'd see that play. Is that what the producers was originally called? Uh-huh. Charlie Kaufman production. Yeah. <laughs> so what was the package that you got that? Did you get that guy's package by accident? The lampshade. Oh, my God. I don't know. I just remember it was like they... It was when I, I, my old, the apartment that I lived in, for some reason, it was a basement apartment, so for some reason they never would, they would always like ring the bell upstairs. the rats. Or whatever, so they would always they would always just say, "Oh, it's undeliverable," mm-hmm. and I would have to go uh, to a post, mm-hmm. post office. And you work from home, so you were right there to accept. Mm-hmm. That was the most frustrating thing. I put, I would have to put up si- I put up signs, like they just don't care. Did I don't you, care. Was your did your sign say I flip for the postman? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, that's an it. old live cast reference. Oh, I flip, flip for, for Callisto. Callisto. Yeah. <laughs> Is he a postman now? He's falling oh, hard times. Uh, probably. It's a good government guy. job. <laughs> yeah. Can't reach the uh, mail slot. He's a little short dude. Oh, really? Yeah, but no. he could flip to it. Oh, yeah, true. Parkour up to it. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> hmm. Do we have uh, voicemails or listener mail? We do have some. Yeah, you were supposed mail. to read an email last week and you weren't able to. And I was going to say, did we before we do that, did you want, since wrestling was mentioned, you want to mention the horrible events of this week of WWE eh. Two Inside? Eh. Well, did you have anything you wanted to say about it? Eh. It's okay. Since Rob just shot me down, I'll just let it go. Oh. Oh. WWE just kind of shot themselves in the foot this week. It's pretty hilarious to watch. Like in what way? Because I haven't watched. Because I like my TV. <laughs> well, Rob not doesn't set want up. to talk about it. I don't want. Well, while he's looking for the email, we can talk about it. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you uh, can give me like a like a. Cliff well, it was like a big week for them, right? They're like the new competition started. I off. saw the they ring outside of channel. Fox. Well, it all started. Bec- well, first, well, they had the SmackDown moving to Friday thing mm-hmm. for a long time, but then AEW, which was a new upstart mm-hmm. promotion, started oh. on Wednesday. So they decided to put their AAA show, you know, like uh, their minor leaguers uh-huh. NXT, which is the better than their regular shows on Wednesday. Okay. To compete with AEW. Same time slot, same everything? Yes. Okay. NXT is one hour. That show's two hours. Okay. But still. Got slaughtered. They got like one and a half times the ratings WWE did. Uh, So then they wrote like a little apology, like letter. Not apology. Who got slaughtered? Sorry. They wrote like a conciliatory, like, good job, AEW. You know, like that's a marathon, not a race. It's a marathon, not a sprint. I'm sorry. Which which company got slaughtered? WWE WWE got slaughtered. Oh, because everyone was watching AEG. Yeah. They didn't crack a million. AEW, sorry. So age, what's AEG is something. What is that? It's It's a concert promoter. Yeah. Oops. (laughs) They don't have a wrestling show. (laughs) So then then they did SmackDown. They they had uh, Kofi Kingston, who's the champion, got slaughtered in nine seconds. They took the belt off of him in a nine second match. By who? Brock Lesnar. Oh, okay. Uh, and then Brock, Le- uh, this like MMA guy shows up and threatens Brock Lesnar. And he runs away. The like guy who beat Brock for the world title. Right. Tito Ortiz or no? Kane Velasquez. Then they had a pay per view on Sunday that actually started off okay. Like the early matches are all right. I saw v- lots of anger for Hell in a Cell. The last, the, the 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 closing match to this show was literally one of the worst things I've seen in pro well, wrestling. What happened? 
Well, first they have uh, Bray. You remember Bray Wyatt? So no. He's, yes. I don't know him. But he's like this guy from the last, you know, 10 years okay. or so. But he's like the what you would say is analogous to The Undertaker. Like he's like a weird dark side guy. Okay. You know, that's his character. So now he's debut. he debuted a new character where he comes out all in makeup and he's called The Fiend. Okay. So he's fighting Seth Rollins. So he's The Fiend. He comes out. The the um, the arena goes red. So, oh, this is this guy's entrance. Uh-huh. No, it stays on during the whole match. The whole thing is in fucking red. Was it just like a, a t- lighting or... problem and they couldn't turn it off? Maybe, but I don't think so. They've no, done that before with Sin Cara. You know, he had his shit red for the whole match. They probably just thought it was a great idea. All right. Crowd is booing the shit out of this. Because they can't see anything, probably. Boo- right, exactly. Booing. And their booing. retinas are burning. Anytime Seth Rollins beats up Bray Wyatt, they're booing the shit out of him. They want Bray Wyatt to win. Right. Even though it's his fault that everything's red. Yes. I don't. Who knows <laughs> what they're saying? Everybody. They beat the shit out of each other with okay. every like every kind of weapon possible. Uh-huh. He pulls out this gigantic fucking hammer that's bigger than you or me, like, like seven a feet. A mallet, like a huge mallet. Okay. Beats the shit out of him with that. Beats the shit out of him with chairs. Beats the shit, and he still keep fiend keeps kicking uh-huh. out. Keeps kicking Bray Wyatt. Keeps yeah, kicking yeah. out. Then finally, Seth Rollins goes and gets a smaller hammer. A sledgehammer. A sledgehammer that's smaller than the gigantic mallet. Okay. And that causes a disqualification. <laughs> what? Why? Right, exactly. Was like the ref supposedly not watching for the other stuff? Or no. was he letting it go? It's and hell on the cell. Yeah. It's supposed to be anything goes. Oh. So, so how did they... Yeah. Good question. I still don't know why. Crowd booing the shit out of it. Do they explain? We it? want refunds. You know, all this stuff. Chanting AEW. Oh, wow. Jesus It's Christ. a fucking disaster. Oof, I fucking uh, love it. I love it. WWE cannot go bankrupt fast. So this enough. was Sunday night. That was Sunday night. And then yes. they had a show yesterday, right? Did they explain? I know. I only saw like any... a few minutes no, of Raw. They didn't explain it. Oh, but I did read that they didn't mention the show like until like... They didn't like mention f- the main event. Five, so six like of the way. last hour, yeah. yeah. And it was just a, a recap. They didn't have any... Storyline. It seems like fast. something must have gone wrong somewhere. No, the, it was no all this was all on purpose yeah. and as planned. And they didn't swerve away from it at all when the crowd was shitting all over it either. That's fucking yeah. weird. That's Hilarious. fucking weird. They actually talked about Chris Benoit before they talked about the main event. What? No. <laughs> that would have been better. A twenty minutes of just talking about Chris Benoit and showing his highlights. How about maybe Daniel, maybe. <laughs> they should have had Baby Daniel's corpse in a match oh, with the Fiend, and that would have been better than what oh. Baby Daniel on a pole match. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Daniel's remaining bones on a pole match in a little velvet bag. Oh, oh my God! Oh. Dig him up. You want to get morbid? Let's get morbid. Well, All right. well I have the hate mail right. on that note. Sorry, we went on such a tangent that you didn't want to go on. Wrong. No, it's I good. Apologize. No, it's fine. It's fine. I want to mention you. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love Me? your questions, your comments. Well, we hear from you all show. We'd love oh, to true. hear from our listener who is who has us in, in their ears at the moment. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us hate mail at metalinjection.net. There is a speak pipe widget on every episode page. You can record a little voice memo uh, with your computer microphone or your phone microphone. Or uh, you can record a voice memo with your phone and email that to hate mail at metalinjection.net. Uh, we got two emails here. The first one was the one I couldn't find last week. It was from Ryan. Uh, actually, I'm sorry. 
It's from Bladesy. What? <laughs> Close. Hey, Livecast. Bladesy from Ottawa here. I've been trying to get my wife into Megadeth because I think they're Wait, friends. who? Megadeth. No, no, no. Before that, who was he trying to get in? His, my wife. I can't believe you have to prompt him. I've this. been trying to get my wife into Megadeth because I think they're fantastic. Okay. Each time I put on an album, we start rocking out only to have a nasal mustaine start singing and ruin the song. <laughs> now that he has throat cancer, oof, do you think maybe he could take over writing for Metallica? <laughs> Total fucking dewclaw. We think that a Megatallica band would be beautiful. Been listening since 2010. Love the show. Have a good Aww. night. Well, thank you for listening, Bladesy. I'm very surprised. Uh, I I guess Dave Mustaine's voice is an acquired taste. So like, does he want Megadeth with James on vocals? Right. He or likes he the Metallica songwriting, with... but he doesn't like yeah. the vocals. So I'm assuming he likes Metallica vocals, which is James, yeah. but not the Metallica well, songwriting. Good luck. If he doesn't get out of rehab and they give him the boot, maybe Dave can I still do. Win. Well, I no. First of all, I don't think that would happen. But I do remember uh, right around the time of the Big Four shows, Mustaine kept lobbying in interviews. To sing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. No, to do a band where, <laughs> where it was Must like Headfield, Mustaine, Lars, and David Ellison. And he kept saying, like, oh, I keep talking to those guys. How we should just record something, blah, blah, blah. And, like, oh. he kept talking about it so much. That they had to release a statement like Dave Mustaine needs to stop. They Metallica? being Metallica. Metallica, yeah. We've told, we told we definitely cover yeah, this yeah. on oh, the show because uh, it was so amazing at the time that so they needy. had to that they had to like issue a public statement to be like shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> um, very, they're saying I wanted to play in a band with them. I didn't. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Fake news. And then uh, the other. A hate mail we got was a tattoo update. If you remember, somebody got a uh -huh. uh, the Colonel Sanders. Attack. This was the he went on a date and the girl said, "Let's just get random tattoos." He told them I would like he wanted a, a KFC Colonel Sanders tattoo, but they made it where he was like eating. He was shooting a he was shooting a black child. Was that or was it that he? Yes, he told the artist do whatever. He and said do whatever, but he gave him a he gave him something. I think. Okay. I think he gave him the yeah. KFC thing, but he made it into a race. It, it looks he like a decapitated head. So here right. So it's from Ray and he goes, Howdy, my rowdy, raucous, ravishing rivecasters. All right, he tried. Yeah. I just figured I should send everyone a quick update that despite me having to make multiple compromises, <laughs> Colonel Sanders shooting a black baby is now no more. God. It's now our scene from Persona 5. Oh, that, that's who's shooting the black baby now? That's Not particularly terrible. deep, he but definitely less. The, he didn't fix the bad part of it. Let's call it thought-provoking in a good way. I don't know what, what you said. It's, know, yeah. what it's like who? a video game character. Yeah, uh, like so it's a total cover-up. You don't even see the baby. Sort anymore. of like 9-11? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's some stars, though. That's That's unfortunate. <laughs> Uh, P.S. In case you all aren't aware, KFC just released a dating sim where Colonel Sanders is the man you're chasing after. What? Real what? weird corporate chillery, but hilarious. Wait, Rob. So I guess it's a dating sim where you date the Colonel. The Colonel. I can't believe you knocked them for having star. You, the guy just got rid of like a KKK image. Can you yeah. do baby steps? 
No, that's good that he got rid of the cicadas. Right, but the give, stars, him a, give him some you just, time. You don't need the stars. It looks like the tattoo was covered up without the stars. He did the important thing. We'll work on the stars after. There's, yeah. there's no more racist imagery on his skin anymore. Well, speaking of stars, mm-hmm. I want to talk about a big star. Thank you. Uh-oh. That oh. said something stupid. Oh. Okay. And her name is Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, oh my God! Uh, as well, we she did up. something stupid, then said something. Yeah, stupid. I, uh, you know. Wait, yeah, I don't she know. She did something. She did something stupid, and then made it worse with mm-hmm. her supposed like a, not a, not apology. But <laughs> oh. Well, so uh, there was the a Dallas Cowboys Green Bay Packers game uh, this weekend, and there was a shot in the like owners box, and you see Ellen DeGeneres sitting right next to George W. Bush, mm-hmm. and they're just having a great time. It's like her selfie video. She just mm-hmm. held it up. I'm here. There's George. Well, no, 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 no. Uh, the, the initial thing was just like during the game. Oh, yeah, they showed it they on just cut, And then like so people start tweeting about whatever. So because of the quote unquote drama, she felt she needed to address it. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, okay, but before you do that, what was the drama? What were people saying? People were like, hey, why are you? sitting with George W. Bush. And, uh, you know, the sanitized version of the drama is like you are a lesbian liberal and this guy is against gay rights. He was against gay marriage. Against abortion. Against abortion. Right. Against women's rights. Yeah. But then then the uh, perhaps what some might consider more extreme take would be that this guy's a fucking war criminal right. and sent us to war to two needless wars under false pretenses under false pretenses so that him and his friends could line their pockets mm-hmm. thousands of american citizens died hundreds of thousands of yeah. brown people died conservative estimate and uh and it's like he shouldn't be allowed Back into society, he should be shunned from society. He should be on trial for war crimes. Right, he should be in jail. To be be fair, you know, she's not the one that invited him there, so let's not hold her responsible for. No, she didn't invite him there, but she's celebrating the fact that she's in the room with this. So look, I will, I will give you that. Look, you show up to a party, and uh, you know you don't want to be rude, but uh, whatever. Okay, and that could have been her excuse, but that was not her. That was not her. She doubled down. Yeah, that would be that would be almost acceptable. So now let's. So on her show today, she had a little little rant. Tuesday, some. So I want to talk. So I want to talk, so talk about something that happened this weekend. I know it's Tuesday. Sometimes I like to ruminate on things all day Monday, so that on Tuesday you you hear about it. Um, so uh, this weekend I went to Dallas uh, for the Cowboys game, and uh, yeah. So uh, thanks. And um, it may not seem like a big deal for a celebrity to attend a football game, but uh, I never leave my house, so it is a big deal. I, I go through the drive through at Wendy's, so I only have to see one person. I'm that kind of person. So there were 100,000 people in this. Also, all the weird name dropping of like corporations. Like, why did she have to mention Wendy's specifically? There's another very blatant yeah, yeah, coming that, up here, too. The stadium, beautiful stadium, by the way, that Dallas has. Um, so, Portia and I were invited by Charlotte Jones. She's the daughter of Jerry Jones, who owns the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, we went because we wanted to keep up with the Joneses. <laughs> um, oh, <sighs> has she ever been funny? So, yes. I, when? I don't remember it. Yeah, there was like one or two stand-up specials I remember that I that I really enjoyed of hers. It was okay. clean comedy, but it was it was very good. It was a serious question. Yeah, I, maybe she has been. Yeah, she was it. like the flat-chested Brian Regan. Oh, 
I think Brian Regan's funnier than Brian Regan has some. But is his chest flatter? No. My favorite Brian Regan thing is he goes, uh, "Yeah, you go to a restaurant and you say." You, the the waitress says, "Enjoy your meal," and you go, "You too, you too." <laughs> That's my favorite, Brian. Yeah, yeah. You're like such an idiot. You too. <laughs> yeah, that guy's a legend. He's good. Yeah, yeah. But so you mean looks so wise, like, she just looks like him. He, no, he's also famously clean, but he's like thicker oh. than she is. So oh, the clean just, thing yeah. is not why I don't like her. She's just not funny yeah, at all. Yeah. No, she used to be funny. But she dances, Darren. She dances with war criminals. No. <laughs> that's her. That's her Native American name. Dances with war criminals. <laughs> <laughs> Joneses. Hi. So, so anyway, so we get to sit in this very fancy suite because you know he owns the the whole place. So his suite is is fancy, and he's got fancy friends. And I don't mean fancy like real housewife fancy. I mean like fancy. Look, this is. I took a video of who who was next. And to me. honestly, this like, is this, this was could the, have been five minutes if she just got to the point without telling all these stupid jokes. Well, so far it's only been a minute. We we've been cutting it off and making our own oh, jokes. Feels like this is the part that's so gross that like really like made my heart sink. Yeah. Because so it's it's a first person selfie video that she's shooting from the game, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and she's panning around. You see her wife. You see Charlotte Jones, and it's panning, 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 and you see. George W. Bush, and then the reaction when you see George W. Bush. Ugh. So here, here it is. You, you can, you'll know when it's George W. Bush. Here it comes. This audience full of like yeah, liberal we, wine moms. They're is so excited. Is it though? It's just like random tourists that it's happen random. to be. Yeah. It's Where's her show? Middle tapes? America, LA, LA, probably. Oh. Yeah, just so weird. Like, like it's like a cameo from like fucking like Johnny Carson walked on the just set or whatever. Generic famous person. Yeah, and he's yeah. making a funny face. And I guarantee that the applause sign came up for the audience. Of course, mm. of course. There's also that. Okay, so now here comes her explanation, which ugh. I have to read everything. So that was Portia, and that was Charlotte Jones. Uh, Portia was talking to, and George W. Bush, and then in front of us was the tallest man in the world. And, um, <laughs> So I've got to say, uh, when we were invited, uh, I was, you know, I was aware that it, I was going to be surrounded with people from very different views and beliefs. And I'm not talking about politics. I was rooting for the Packers. And uh, get this, everybody in the Cowboys suite was rooting for the Cowboys. And so I had to hide my cheese hat in Porsche's purse. God. And um, don't get me wrong. I, I, I like the Cowboys. I love the Cowboys. I love all the village people, as a matter of fact. Um, <sighs> but but Aaron Rodgers is a friend of mine. He's the quarterback for the Packers. Aaron so Rodgers. Oh, like, sitting. don't drag me into this. Yeah, fuck yeah, you what about. did I do? I'm just like trying to play a game, friend. lady. Is he a nice guy? Good guy, no Probably. controversy. Okay. In the, one of in her the Cowboys suite, once. the owner of the Cowboys, and secretly cheering every time the Packers scored, or every time another whistleblower came forward. And uh, get it? Remember, she's anti-Trump still, so she's not all bad. That was that. What that um, was. That wasn't even an anti-Trump thing. She just said the word whistleblower. Yeah, that, that, that's enough. That's not even I taking guess. a stance. It's an entendre. She wants more whistleblowers to call out Trump. So here we go. They showed a shot of George and me laughing together. And uh, so 
people were upset. They thought, why is a gay Hollywood liberal sitting next to a conservative Republican president? No, that's not what they thought. That's not what people thought. They thought, why is a gay Hollywood liberal sitting next to someone who actively tried to persecute fucking gay people? And why is a woman sitting next to a guy who tried to uh, outlaw abortion this year by, like, campaigning for anti-abortion candidates? the fuck out of here. But these are just disagreements. Yeah, it's just different beliefs. And notice I'm holding the brand new iPhone 11. And Ah! That! Yeah. How, uh, how, so you're in the industry. How much does someone, like, get paid for doing that? That's the way she put that in Mm -hmm. is, first of all, 100%. Apple, she is a brand... Like like a mm-hmm. endorser or whatever, she gets paid a flat fee to organically uh, mention the iPhone. A flat fee, so she really? has to do this every show. No, no, it's because certain... she's flat. <laughs> That's Stop. just what Come they on. call it. Brian Regan. <laughs> no, he gets the bulbous fee. <laughs> yeah, no. So it's like to to bring it up in conversation. She probably has to mention it x amount of times or something okay. like that. In per show, though, is it per- or just per month, probably. I see. You know. Okay. <laughs> But a lot of people were mad, and they did what people do when they're mad. They tweet. And, uh, but here's one tweet that I loved. This uh, person says, Ellen and George Bush together makes me have faith in America again. Why? Signed Dick Cheney. Okay. <laughs> All right. Ellen and uh, Bush sitting together gives you faith in America? Why does that give anyone faith in America? Because they're not stabbing each other, I guess. You should be fucking angry. Well, hold on. Okay. Let's... Let's excuse the war crime, okay? Like, j- right. just for the sake of this. That's a drop. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. That could also be the episode. I got, I no, got, let's not make So this is a thought experiment. We're going to pretend he did everything else the same, but didn't kill a million that, Yeah, like, it wasn't, like, it, it was a justified, you know, like, cause some people do Let's things. say it was Dick Cheney did it. George Bush was cuffed to his bed. He couldn't <laughs> do anything to stop it. Oh, Cheney man. took over. Really now, stop Dick. <laughs> Now, even if that's so, what are these two people sitting together? How is that restoring faith in America? Like, what me. what are they representing? Does Ellen represent de- Democrats and yeah. Bush represent Republicans? It's just, I... I it's yeah, so, that's clearly uh, the implication. It's hard for me to even put into words how angry this shit makes me. <laughs> because it's like, it's a political ideology of nothing but... Being nice, it's like it's we're like all in turning kindergarten. It into team sports. Like, there are, oh, right. we're rooting for our team. Yes. We're rooting for the Packers. He's rooting for the Cowboys. But team sports, but then even the people rooting for team sports, like when you go to Buffalo Wild Wings and it's the Cowboys and the Packers, they want to fucking kill each other. So <laughs> this, you don't even want to kill each other when it's the guy sitting next to you that literally killed people. You fucking imbecile. Well, because here's the thing, and this is not this is what she didn't mention, but it's the real thing here. Mm-hmm. Political ideologies, whatever, they have the most important thing in common. They're rich. Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's all that matters. They're, They're both really rich, yeah, like, people. The end. That, that's really it's like oh, you know when you're rich, you're you're around a ton of terrible people. Yeah, you can't right. start calling them out on their terrible things because you won't get invited anywhere. And also, th- on top of that, all of the anti-gay shit he did, all of the anti-feminist shit that he did, and all of the war and bombs that he dropped on people will never affect her. Yeah. Despite the fact that she's a woman and gay, 
She's insulated from that because she has a hundred trillion fucking dollars. Yeah, she's fine. So this is a class issue. She's deserting all the morons in her audience by giving them this fucking mental vibe and passing it on to them. When in reality, those people are the ones, if they're gay and women, that suffer from the fucking type of policies that these miscreant ghoul, vile ghouls uh, pass on us. Let's hear the, the rest of this. Here's the thing. I'm friends with George Bush. In fact, I'm friends with a lot of people who don't share the same beliefs that I have. Belief? It's not a belief when you bomb somebody. Well, she believes brown people shouldn't be bombed. Oh, for fuck. Why don't you have R. Kelly on the show, too? I, I, I can't look the other way. I can't be friends with R. Kelly. He pisses in fucking 15-year-old girls' faces. Well, you have different beliefs. It's just a belief that he pees on them. <laughs> just a belief. Rob Bill Cosby, too. He rapes women. Listen, I, I don't believe in raping women, but he does. That's Let's just yeah, be nice to each other. Yeah, we have friends that believe many different Let, things. Let's go, go to a fucking Packers-Eagles game. We've fucking forgotten idiot. that that's okay, that we're all different. For instance, I wish people wouldn't wear fur. I don't like it, but but I'm friends with people who wear fur. And I wish people wouldn't kill innocent Iraqis, yeah, but I'm friends with people right. who kill innocent Iraqis. Wearing a fur coat is exactly the same as killing a million people. It's the same exact thing, Rob. Right. Well, would you be friends with well, a soldier? If you, if you think about it, it's both Both is involve, involves killing uh, animals, so yes. Would you be friends with a soldier? What do you yeah. mean? Like who, if somebody fought in the Iraq war. But uh, it would depend on... And were, like well, literally killed in Iraq. Were they in the Iraq war like digging irrigation ditches and no, stuff? No, literally they it? did something that led to the I loss would, of life. I Well, what was the circumstances? Were they shot at? Perhaps. All right. If they... So listen, self-defense would be okay? Um, I think it would... I think I have an initial distrust of anyone in the military, mm-hmm. but if they were my friend before and then they went in the military... I'd probably be more amenable to like, you know, being that. But the, the, if he was George W. Bush, that sent a million. So, right, yeah. If George so W. Bush say, was directly responsible. What if Ellen was friends with him from back when he owned the Texas Rangers? I don't know. Like I she think, was a big baseball. I fan. think killing a million people kind of blanks kinda, that out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. like, like if, no if Darren's friend came back and was like bragging about he killed how many, a million yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. Man, you're exaggerating, a, Steve. Come on. I had a real good day. But you're still my friend. We we can we can find we common have ground. Different beliefs. I don't believe in killing a million people by yourself, <laughs> but you do. But listen, we could still get along. Here's a word that's original. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Got to get that sponsorship in. I love Worthless Originals, by the way. They're so good. I don't. I know we're going off on a tangent here. I order them all the time off Amazon.com <laughs> on my brand new iPhone with AT&T's top-of-the-line service. <laughs> now, here's the thing about what she's saying. Now, as I said before, like she could have just been like, listen, I can't control who they sit me next yeah. to. I didn't want to, but I didn't want to make a fucking scene, blah, blah, oh. blah. But that would have been bullshit. Right. It would have explained it away, but it would have been bullshit. So on the one hand, I want to give her credit for being honest about Uh what a piece of shit she is. But you pulled that thread all the way. She is a piece of shit. Right. So you get partial credit for being a piece for admitting what a piece of shit you are, but you're still a piece of shit. See, I I have to disagree with you on one point because I don't think she should get any credit for being an honest piece of shit (laughs) because... I don't think she recognizes that she's being a piece of shit. No, not at all. In order to get those brownie points of courage, 
you have to realize that what you're saying is piece of shit ish. Fair. So she like accidentally told us. She's actually yeah. in her mind virtue signaling of what yeah. a great person she is that she's sitting next to yeah. George W. Bush. And really, if this was ten years ago, or you know, twelve years ago, let's say, mm-hmm. and she had her, she was in the position she's in now. Like she would be criticizing right. him. She, she would, would be, be going s- after. Right. Him. She would be making dumb fucking uh, whistleblower jokes about right. him, but in, the, uh, in the most inoffensive, unedgy way because yeah. that's what she does. But, but she would be criticizing. Like she Bush. positions herself as anti-Trump. Right. Does she? I've never seen a second of her show. I well, don't know she's, anything. She's, she's doing the uh, whistleblower jokes. Okay, but that even that was like very subtle and like. But are let's like Jeff. Sure. But Rob, you're right. I don't know what her actual stupid jokes are, but lots of people are doing what she's doing with Bush. Right. So those people are clearly anti. And to be honest, like that's the thing that kind of like I don't want to say makes me want to kill myself, but like makes me want to. Oh, Jesus, geez, that's very extreme. It makes me want to check out of society because I can't with the fakeness. You know, like pretending that this guy is in the a woke culture. Like, is this is this what you're upset about, Rob? Is it is that you what can't you can't say? No, Anti woke culture oh. is what I'm upset. Okay, like for example, like how did the Jonas Brothers just go on and uh, after this and like talk to her after like, hey, oh. bitch, you said something you, crazy. Like, do you I don't want to be. They give a shit. You think right, they're political? Nobody gives a shit. They, right. they everyone's just trying to be nice and get their fucking but, plugs in. It's well, that's disgusting. the thing. It's it's back to the days of Michael Jordan. Republicans buy sneakers too. You don't want to in, in offend it's anybody like, whose money uh, you might be taking. That's like all. The, you know, people. That's that like sh- what, what's going on with the NBA right now. Have you been following that with the NBA in China the last couple of days? I've, it's I've, fucking I've, crazy. So well, why don't you give it a little summary? So there's all these protests in Hong Kong. I'm not an expert on that situation. I bet Darren would know more about it than which, I do. Which one? The Hong Kong protests. Oh, okay, good. It's like a civil rights thing. They want democracy, blah, blah, blah. Trying to, trying to impose laws on Hong Kong that the residents of Hong Kong aren't really cool with. More or less. So, but the NBA in China have like a really big, like it's a huge market. The NBA is always trying to, you know, have more exhibition games there, sell more merch there, blah, blah, blah. Make money. Yes. So a couple nights ago, in advance of some NBA teams playing some exhibition games in China, uh, the general manager of the Houston Rockets tweeted out, uh, stand with Hong Kong, stand for human rights, blah, blah, blah. And then like within like an hour, he deleted it. And then the owner of the team... Uh, quote tweeted it, which just wrote like signal boosted it, which is stupid. But he's like, the Houston Rockets are not a political team. We have no political affiliation, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Meanwhile, this guy's like hosting Trump fundraisers and shit. So that's yeah. OK. But this isn't. But then instantly China as a fucking nation was like the NBA, you are dead to us. We are Good. canceling these exhibition games that we're going to have here. We're not going to air your fucking G League games anymore. Like, they were like... Cut, you're cut off. Yeah, yeah. more or less. Well, and so now everybody's this, like in panic mode. So for like, all of them... going to get fired, quick, blah, blah, blah. Quick pause. For all these talks about, like, freedom of oh, my, my freedoms must be my freedom. Like, that's true censorship right there. They don't... Like, they just cut it off. Yeah. And, like, they remove... I'm sure they could remove all mentions of NBA off oh, the internet. Easily. It's done. Easily. It's done. They haven't done it yet, but it's possible. And also, but there's also all these weird, there was more to it, right? Like they, they uncover all these like training camps that are in these like terrible cities that are uh, like there's so many human rights violations mm-hmm. happening and they just have a training camp. Like they build like a fancy NBA training camp uh, and like down the street, like these Chinese oh. people are getting, you know, okay. harassed and okay. beat up and, and whatever. So there's a lot, There's yeah. there's been even more uncovered because of this. Uh, that's kind of what I've been seeing. Okay. I was like the more... I think it was on uh, Slate. But anyway, that was a little political injection yeah. for you at the end of the show. Yeah. 
I'm just curious to what, like, how long it's going to take when Trump is out of office before these fucking vapid idiots start saying what a great guy they he is. They all have the tweet. Oh, no, no. I thought you were going to say until all the Republicans say they never liked him in the first place, like the, they did with Bush when I he I don't left think office. that will ever happen. I think, I think Trump is going to become Reagan on the Republican mm. side. And I think yes, I, I don't think so. I think, I think in think, ten years he's gonna be. It's gonna be like what's going on with Bush now, but no, more. I he's already gonna, now pop more popular than Reagan now. But I them. think the second he's either impeached or out of office, they're all gonna pretend like it never happened, and that they were always like leery of him and his overreach and blah blah blah. And they were the ones standing up to him behind the scenes. You just don't know. They're it. gonna Jeff Flake it. Yeah. Maybe. I, I mean, I'm skeptical of that because that's sort of what happened to Bush the second he was out of office. Nobody wanted his endorsement. It was like. He was dead to the world for a couple of years, even on Fox News. I mean, listen, I, I'm not going to say no, but I don't. I think Bush's Bush's second term was viewed by Republicans as a disaster. He but they didn't say that in the moment. But that he wasn't conservative enough mm. in their mind. Yeah. I think Trump is their like God. Even like, with this uh, Syria Turkey stuff, yeah, I think last I think I think pulling out of Syria is what Republicans want to do. I Most think of I, them are criticizing him no, for it. No, right. Republicans Rob in Congress. Rob also wants to pull out of Syria. But because they want, pulling out. they want more and more war. They want troop stations. Like but it, Republican, yeah. like, rank-and-file voters want the U.S. out of Syria. They want. It's like the one good thing they believe in is removing military and not being the military policeman. Of course, for stupid, selfish reasons, because they're white nationalists and their yeah. like, ideology is... We want to isolate everything in the U.S., but still, the fact that troops are leaving is a good thing, generally. That might be like the one area in the entire world where the U.S. military is actually doing some good. That's another side mm -hmm. discussion. But I think Trump, I think, I, listen, we can, you know, let's revisit this in 10 yeah. years or whatever, if we're all, the planet's still here. <laughs> but I think Trump is going to be the Republican god. He's going to be on the same tier as wow. Reagan. And I think on the Democrat liberal side... He's going to be like Bush. He's going to be like 60% favorability. Well, can I ask this? If he loses in 2020, you think he'll still be viewed as a No, 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 not at all. all right. I think he'll be a colossal failure. No, when, yeah. he, when he wins in 2020. But I, well, think, okay. I think it's like right now, like 65 to 70% he's going to win. I don't know. Most I, of the polls have him losing to most of the Democratic frontrunners. I just think Trump fucking defies polls. Like, That's I fair. think. Yeah. Well, uh, so uh, to be fair, the, and also, all the Democrats he's really good at controlling too. the media narrative. I want to point out, like, uh, like Marco Rubio got like hammered for saying that like oh Trump doesn't really want China he's just saying that to mm -hmm. egg you on and like you guys are falling for it and like they were like oh Marco Rubio is so spineless and, like yes he is spineless but he's right is he <laughs> well that's what's knows? lost you can never it's very weird because it's like look you you have to take he's the president so you should take what he says seriously but he's Trump so you shouldn't take what he says seriously right. so it's like where when do you decide what to take seriously well forget the first part yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter what the fuck he says cuz he's not really the president like he's not making these decisions this is like you know yeah people are telling him what to say and he puts his rubber stamp on it like 85% of the time and the reason why they don't like Trump and the reason why Republicans clash with him and why Democrats hate him is because he only does it 85% of the time. And he's not Obama and he's not Bush and he's not Reagan that will rubber stamp everything 100% of the time. So he could, not because he's good. Just want to clear that up because he's, he's a mentally brain-addled, 80 IQ Nazi piece of shit. But that leads to unpredictability, which means by accident, good things can happen occasionally. Well, I want, anyway, to put, I want to put my rubber stamp on this episode. This no, I, I want a one terrific episode. Thing. It's all been right. wonderful. It's been fantastic. Well, what was the one, one thing you wanted no, to say? No, it's all right. No, no, no. Yeah. Say it. 
I don't even remember now. Go ahead. Well, I just wanted to ma- make some Trump jokes about what a. Uh, I thought been, you were actually. This has been an absolute perfect episode. Just perfect. A perfect, perfect, wonderful, terrific, fabulous episode. Uh, I th- oh, I remember one. The one thing I wanted to say was I think I think everyone running will lose to Trump except Bernie Sanders. So vote, vote for Bernie. Make sure he gets through. Well, could he stop having heart votes. attacks, please? I don't, he, he had a he, minor yeah, stop heart it. Percent. No more, please, okay. no more. Please cut it out. The guy, I would, I would put him up against any one of these motherfuckers in MMA, including Trump, including anybody. And Trump has like six inches in height on him. Even Brock uh, Lesnar? He's not running for president, no. Yet. Uh, any of the, pri- <laughs> the primaries aren't over yet. No, who, who in the primaries are you uh, uh, I, most excited I, I, I'm for? I'm so over this political stuff. It just makes the show not fun for and me. By the way, also, everyone talking about uh, Bernie Sanders and his heart condition are the same people that, like, when Hillary Clinton was coughing up three-inch diameter phlegm balls for, like, six months and falling down every three weeks. Oh, my God, that's fake news. Don't look at that. It's a, All of a sudden, Bernie has, a, like, a fairly common procedure in his heart, and we're supposed to, like, freak the fuck. He's fine. I don't know. When a person that age has a heart attack and a heart procedure, that's, that's, not, fair. that's what pretty a, serious. What about when a seven-year-old woman falls down on the fucking pavement face first? Are we supposed, not supposed to worry about that? It's not as serious as a heart attack. Okay. I mean, the expression is serious uh, as a heart attack. It's pretty fucking serious, I would say. I well, would then t- she lost, so there right. you go. Well, no, and my, that was well, one of the things they used to hammer her with, was I, her health and stuff. I think, I think both of them were stupid to get upset about. I, I don't think that... I mean, there's a million things you could pick on Hillary Clinton about. I didn't think that was a big deal. And I also don't think Bernie Sanders having a fucking little stent put into his heart is that big of a deal. I think he's fine. He looks like, he's aware. He's talking. He's fine. Elect this motherfucker already. We have one window. We have one window. If we fail this, we're going back to fucking 1992. The best thing we're going to get is like a Bill Clinton clone. Put this motherfucker in the White House. Elizabeth Warren's better than a Bill Clinton clone. All right, everybody. Jesus Christ. All right. We're going to get She's she's better than a Bill Clinton clone, but like marginally better. All right. I would say. Uh, I do want to mention... We are on Instagram now. Metal Injection Livecast is our handle. And we are on Patreon. Thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. If you sign up now, you can get two bonus episodes right away. Yeah. Uh, we do a watch along of a Pantera home video and a brand new watch along for, for this month, for the month of October, of Motley Crue's The Dirt on Netflix. So you can pop up Netflix and chill with the Metal Injection Livecast crew. And uh, with the Patreon, of course, uh, you know, for five dollars, you get the bonus episode. And for ten dollars, you are a live cast super fan, which means you get the shout out at the end of the show. And guess what? It's time for the shout outs. And uh, Noah, do you want to do that? Oh, okay, sure. Do it. Wait, do I get that wrestling music or no? (laughs) Here, I got something for you. I got some music for you. I'm loading it right now. Okay, on the Erev of Yom Kippur, our Patreon shoutouts go to Say it Semitically. Robert Jesus Delgado Bagalayos Jr. Eric Rabba Ganoush, a.k.a. Justin Benjamin Lionel Alday Dallas El Duderino <laughs> and Justin. Thank you so much to our live, cast, our live cast. Our live cast super fan. Gmar Hatimatova. 
And thank you to all of our fans, everyone for listening. Patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. We're out of here. We'll be back next week.